episode 13 is brought to you by drawyouapicture.com where you can have me, your host, James, draw you a picture for $65 or less. Check it out at drawyouapicture.com. And yeah, I know this is episode 13, okay? Hey, this is Geek Loves Nerd Podcast, trying to find something in common since 1996. Geek Loves Nerd, Nerd Loves Geek, at least you did late last week. I haven't asked lately because she's still living here and that's more than I deserve. This is episode 12, brought to you the week of April 19th, 2008. Holy heck, it's been a long time, Batman. It's been a very long time, and don't call me Batman. <laughs> so, um, who's to blame? That's what we do in our relationship. We like to blame. Well, I would definitely blame the baby. The baby. What do we call the baby these days? We, he's got a lot of names. But, but our most... two popular names. Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, we call him Dunder Mifflin. We've been watching a lot of Office in the evenings. Uh, between the hours of 8 o'clock and 12.30 when the baby decides to go mad. Yes, he does. Um, and we watch uh, The Office. And we've decided that when he's a good baby, we call him what? Dunder. Yeah, but when he's being bad, most oftentimes he gets called... Mifflin. Yeah, the Mifflin. Or the Mif. Or the Miffler. Or whatever. But uh, yeah, Dunder Mifflin. One time he was called... The Scranton branch. <laughs> yeah, you did that. <laughs> he was particularly bad that time. Yeah, he was just named the entire branch. So anyway, it's been the baby's fault, dadgummit. We haven't been able to do it. We used to like to record on in the evenings, and um, it's not been possible. And no, he's and we thought this afternoon on a Saturday would be a great time. Kids would go to sleep and all that, but he's sitting. He's right sitting there. right there. But he is asleep. Oh, theoretically. Well, you might hear little sounds and stuff, and I doubt our listeners would care. They're probably going, ooh, ah, ee, ah, oh, ah, oh. You know, making like it's just, so cute. Like it's the cutest thing in the world. Oh, okay. I hope so. So uh, if you hear any weird Mifflin sounds or Dunder sounds. <laughs> you'll know what it is. You'll know why we call it that, too. Um, so anyway, what, what? I mean, it's been a month. Easy. Like three mm-hmm. and a half weeks, four weeks. Uh, anything, you know, update-wise? Monthly updates? No whole month's worth of updates. <laughs> I mean, Easter came and went, but we talked about that. Yeah, we did. It. I think the last episode was Easter. Got a lot of work done still around the house. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of painting and and stuff like that. Got the entire uh, closet repainted, like every square inch. Yep. And uh, that's pretty cool. Jenna's room is completely one hundred percent done. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can the, we say that about the uh, hallway? Yeah, I would done. say the kitchen is done. What about the dining room? Isn't it done? The dining room, I don't know. It just depends on what you mean by done. Mm. But uh, the big part has been the steps. There's the steps, and part of the steps were rebuilt. And uh, they have natural, or they have bare wood, not natural wood, because it's actually MDF. But uh, What's MDF? It's, it's basically sawdust and chemicals pressed together oh, to make okay. a very perfect wood. Kind of like particle board. Yeah, but not. 
Okay. It's more perfect than particle board. Particle board is like shavings squished together with Elmer's glue. Oh. And uh, it's not necessarily going to stay together. Mm. And MDF is is pretty straight, pretty awesome huh. um, for what it's used for. But anyway, it wasn't primed. And, and it's butted up right against this uh, finished laminate, not laminate, finished hardwood ash flooring. Yeah, don't call it laminate. No, it's it's not. It's too expensive for that. Yeah. Uh, But I have to paint up against it, and it's really been tough. And sometimes masking tape really does mask, and sometimes it allows bleeding underneath it. Oh, no. What does that mean? It means that uh, the paint creeps up underneath and stains the the wood. Seriously? I can scrape it off. It's okay. Have you noticed anything? Walking down the steps, I saw a little bit of stuff. Yeah. Did you feel the need to punch the desk while you talk about it? <laughs> I didn't mean to. I was showing Were you. Were you angry? I was showing you the steps. That's why we don't do live shows with, with the my webcam. hand. I was showing you the steps. Yeah, the steps. Because everybody else can see it too. Yeah, well, it looks good. It looks good and it's going to even be better. I don't know what else has been going on. Uh, your family's been here. My mm-hmm. family's been here. I went to a conference. That's uh, right. And your sister stayed with me for yeah, a week. That was fun. Now she doesn't ever want to have two kids. No, she doesn't. She's happy with one. They got a dog instead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, everybody in our family is getting dogs, but uh, yeah. not us. I don't like them. No, I, I wouldn't want to deal with something else. No, that um, would be horrid right now. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. Well, I mean, at least our baby pees in his diaper. Mm-hmm. Not and, on And the occasionally floor. on us. But yeah. But yeah, not just everywhere around the house. Could you imagine bringing a dog into a brand new remodeled home? Oh, that would stress me out every. What second about a brand there. new remanufactured home? Is that like a, a trailer? No, I shouldn't have said re. How about bringing a dog into a manufactured home? That's a trailer. Yes. Now I can answer positively. Yes. <laughs> can you remanufacture a, a trailer? I've been on Woot too long. It's a refurb home. <laughs> it's a refurb trailer. I've been calling this house a refurb instead of a repo. <laughs> it's a repossessed house, not a re- and it is refurbished. I it's guess it's actually called a foreclosure when it's a home. Oh, because. You- you can't really repo a home. No, no. You're, hey, can you're you go not... outside and mow your grass for a while? <laughs> and what are you going to do? You can board it up, but you can't take it with you. Well, that's the whole thing of repoing is repossessing mm-hmm. it. But Right, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's what's been going on, I guess. Uh, been, we've already told you we've been watching a lot of The Office. We are all caught up from season one all the way through. Uh, we, are, we are watching season four now. Yep. So I guess we're not completely caught up. But we're getting there. Yeah, we are. And I have gotten over... No, I can't say that. I haven't gotten over the character Michael. I haven't gotten over him. He drives me insane. He I makes bet me you've so been nervous. calmer about it. Calmer. Because he they're trying to make him a deeper character. They are. They've done that with everybody pretty much. And he, he has moments where he's really cool. Mm-hmm. You know. So you don't have to feel as bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I You could tell in season one... They didn't really plan on expanding the characters in the background, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, like remember when Michael was supposed to fire somebody and he was going to fire uh, the old dude. What's his name? Cadage. Uh, Creed. Creed. <laughs> he was going to fire Creed. You never knew Creed. No, you could. And you're us. like, why is he being so boisterous? Don't fire me, Michael. Don't do it. But now that makes sense. He, we know he was a homeless yeah. dude and and that. uh he uh, he'll do anything, including say he's twenty nine, and to to right, avoid sir. getting fi- yeah fired. So 
it's he's that definitely fits his character 100%, but uh I don't know how we got off on that. But Creed. Oh, that they they weren't planning on developing the background characters, but they they did. They kind of had to, I think, to continue on. I don't know. I I would have been happy if uh some of the characters stayed in the background, but I do enjoy them all. Mhm. I do. Uh they're all interesting. Yeah. They they sure enough got rid of the stay-at-home mom character. I wonder if that was because they took a heat for it or if she was always going to be throwaway. I thought she was just a throwaway. I she, thought she was going to be a new added character to represent the working even, mom. She was just rude the whole time. They didn't even well, That's why I'm thinking that they got rid of her, though, because some some psycho stay-at-home mom <laughs> who makes a religion out of it, you know, well, she wasn't actually, got her co-op together. <laughs> she wasn't a really letter. a stay-at-home mom, though. She worked. That's true. She was working. Mom. Okay, so the working mom psychos got their co-op. Mm, I together. don't think they have enough time to be psycho. Yeah, they. Yeah, you're right. They don't care enough. Ooh, working moms everywhere. Attack geek loves nerd. I don't know. I think being a working mom would be really hard. Uh, hey, um, let's talk about our main topic today. It was something we were talking about at the end of our last show, and it actually got edited from the show oh, because yeah. we wanted to go ahead and put it up as a, as a whole topic there. Do you want to start things off? What was the topic exactly called? I don't know that it had a, a title. It was just we started talking about fixing up the house, and I think it was about the closet and, and all the different things that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And you were going to talk about stuff like that and about the baby I I, and, I remember. I just don't know. Oh, okay. I, I didn't remember how to start it. Yeah. Let's just talk about Basically, it. Basically. Well, I think what started it off was, um, you know, how men handle babies and how it's different. I don't think I handle them by their little toe. <laughs> yeah, you do. You hang them upside down. <laughs> no, that, that um, you just, you don't complain about how, how your husband handles your baby because he's handling your baby. That's right. That's what you were talking about, about how... Sometimes ladies are a little hard on their men. Because they don't do it like the women do at all. No. No, we don't. But they're not supposed to. See, I have the awesomest wife in the world, and I worry about people. I worry about our planet because television always portrays the husband. If if there's a married couple in a relationship, the husband's always the idiot, and the wife's always really smart. And even when they're wrong, they still get... You know, the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Everything from home improvements to uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, um, which are probably the only two I've ever watched. But I'm just saying, I just get this. <laughs> even in commercials, you know, the husband's on the yeah. computer. He's playing video games. The wife comes in. He's looking at uh, wedding photos, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And we're just painted as idiots. Now, I'll be the first to agree that every man in the world is an idiot. <laughs> okay. but but Can I quote that later? You guys marry us. <laughs> So well, we that makes you Mrs. There's, idiot. There's not a lot of options out there. <laughs> um so anyway, I just I just wanted Jen to really, I don't know, to expand on that thought because first of all, you don't compliment me very often. I am one of my love languages is verbal praise if in case you haven't Oh uh, no, and noticed. and I had some great verbiage the other day and I can't remember it. <laughs> And, uh, but no, I, I really kind of wanted to rant about that because, you know, men, I, I deal with a lot of people. I hear a lot of things and I, I work in children's ministries and I hear a lot of people talking bad about their husbands. And, um, I hate that because 
men are wired such so that they will rise or they will fall to your expectations of them. Mm-hmm. It's just the way we are for some reason. If you treat me like I'm a loser, you are never going to be um, proved wrong. I will be a loser for you. If if you treat me like I am I'm amazing and awesome, even if I'm not, I will rise to that. I will. I, I will. But sometimes I think ladies get it backwards with their husbands and they treat him like crap thinking, you know, he's watching TV and playing video games all night. I'm going to treat him like crap. Well, because I think women too are, at least I am, motivated by stress. Uh-huh. So, so if someone's like crapping on me to do something or or, yet, or making a big deal out of it, I'm going to do it because I'm stressed out. To make that to stress make it, go away. Yeah. So. Whereas men typically, I think, run away from that. Mm-hmm. And so the more you dump on us, the more we're going to bury ourselves into our hobbies and our geek stuff. Right. I know that's the way I am by default. I have to fight it. But the thing is, Jen treats me so well. And and not to say she doesn't get upset, you know, at the times that I have gotten my priorities out of whack. But overall, she doesn't hound me, nag me, crap on me, all that stuff. And it gives me room and it makes me think – I don't know. Eventually I wake up and I go, gum, I, I need to be better. She deserves better than this. She's treating me kind. She she thinks, you know, this of me and that of me and, and I really want to – I want to – I want to – I want to make her happy that she's that way. You know, I want to make what she thinks of me true. And uh, so I don't know. I just want I, I have a guy that that emails me um, for my other show. Nobody's listening. And uh, without going into too much detail, I'll keep him completely anonymous. He He has a wife that seems to be kind of mean to him, you know, and uncaring and just ra- like she always wants free time, but he can't do anything. Of his own mm-hmm. because he goes to work, he comes home and the moment he walks in the door, it's keep busy all the time or you're a slacker loser. And now I understand both sides of that because you work hard as hard, if not harder than I do. I think you work a lot harder than I do during the day. But when I come home, I don't know how throw jump in there. What do you, well, what, cause we've talked about this. How does I that think, work? I, I think the hardest thing that women deal with, at least I do sometimes, and I try to keep it in perspective, especially since I used to work. So I know what the working world's like too, but, um, uh, I don't know. I've just totally forgotten. Um, Women forget that that they're they have their stresses in their world, and they think that that's the only stress and that's the only problems out there. I've actually had husbands tell me that they get off the phone and they're frustrated. They're like, because the this is something somebody said after they got off the phone with an irate wife. They said because the only real work is working with kids, and it it feels like that when you're in the midst of it because you're like this never ends and this is just insane and. And they don't have to deal with this right now. But what you're not considering is, yeah, they might not have a screaming kid right now, but they, um, they're dealing with other stuff. They're dealing with work stuff. They're dealing with work stresses. They're dealing with, you know, they have to go in. They, you know, if, if both kids are napping, I can take a break. Mm. You don't have that during the day. No. You know, I mean, you have lunch, but still that's not really a break. You know, it's just you don't have that chance to unwind at all. And um, I, th- I I try to keep that in mind when you get home, too. It's like you haven't unwound yet. You know, you've been... Chill time, we call it. Yeah, exactly. Because I used to want that, especially when I'd been working all day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have that. I had a stressful job. Back when you worked at corporate? Corporate, yeah. <laughs> For <Dunder> Mifflin. <laughs> I had a much better job than that. <laughs> um, 
Well, and, and another thing I think sometimes that gets discounted is, yeah, we we don't have to put up with the kids all day, but we do have to put up with the person putting up with the kids. Yeah, no, that can't be. And the phone bad. calls during the during the workday, and and I'm not talking specifically to our situation. I'm generalizing here. Uh, you know, the 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 phone calls in the middle of the workday about stress and all this, and then you come home and you have to deal with that person. Um, it's not as if a man doesn't have stresses right. even in even in a, a you know what would they call the atomic family or whatever or the nuclear family <laughs> the atomic <laughs> family i just was letting stay you talk away. I had no stay away from the atomic family um, the mutant family um but it does i, I don't know it, i think one good thing is to always keep in mind that everybody's role is different because if you sit around and compare, it looks like one person's life is easier well, than the other. That's why the Bible says love, love does not keep score. Mm-hmm. That's ultimately what it says. That's transliterated a little bit, but it uh, it doesn't keep score. Because if you do, yeah, oh my gosh, uh, Jen wins every time. Who works the hardest around here? Who does the most chores? Who who drives the most miles to the back and forth of the store? Jen does. But a man and, – and here's the thing. I don't know if it's just the way the world's wired, but it's not fair because of this. Every job a man does, just about, typical man job, once a man does it, it's done. Yeah. When I paint the walls, hard job, a job you don't want to do. I couldn't But when do. it's done, it's pretty much done. Well, even, t- even mowing the Mowing lawn. the grass is a once-a-week stinking job. Yeah, it's not every day. It's not every two Feed, times. Feeding your family – not a once a week, not a once a day, a stinking three to four mm-hmm. times a day job. Yes. Oh, everything you do. And you can never see make, any results. Making the beds, doing the the laundry, vacuuming the floor, dusting, no matter what it is, it's got to be redone mm-hmm. instantly almost. But picking up sticks in the yard, raking the yard, putting something on the roof, uh, you know, laying carpet, uh, all the stuff that I've done in this house for the last few months. Uh, stays done. Yeah. You don't have to redo it and redo it and redo it. Uh, and it is frustrating because it's like you can't you can't see any results of what you've done. I mean, your kids gain weight, I guess that's a result. But <laughs> well, you, everything you do is short, is long-term reward. Yeah. And, uh, and, and to a certain extent, same here. But I don't know. I think the trick to having a, a successful relationship is not keeping score for yourself. But keeping score for the other person. I I am going to constantly brag on you to other people and love on you and, and talk about the things that you've done around the house and in our kids' lives and in ministry. And I'm gonna keep score for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about those things. And that way it keeps me focused on you and your needs. And, you know, I don't mind doing stuff because I'm not focused on me. Right. You know? And now am I perfect at that? No. <laughs> no. Last night was real fun. Jen comes out. Baby's been pooping all over the everything. All over the world. She comes out. She's eight steps exactly from a plastic bag. I am down a level and sitting behind a computer. But there was a baby and on the changing I table. I know. I I'm, I'm ripping into myself here. Oh, okay. okay? <laughs> and she goes, can you get this bag? And I'm like... Because <laughs> really I was mad. tired, I was really, really tired. I did not sleep well, and I was really having a, a, a bad night. And um, I'm counting the steps. I'm keeping <laughs> score for me, and I'm like, 
eight steps. Jen was right there. And I'm like, 20 steps to the bag. I have to reach underneath the cabinet, grab it, 20 steps to the thing. And I, and then 20 more back to the debt, you know, and it was like all this stuff. <laughs> and I, I knew it was bad. I'm like, James, don't say anything. She's in there changing that baby. And you told me he had been through three diapers in five seconds just mm-hmm. while you were trying to change him. And it was dripping. <laughs> Everything was all over the place. And normally, would I have a problem doing that? I mean, sometimes you brought me a plastic bag without, without me even, even asking. Yeah. When, especially when I hear the poop f- coming out. <laughs> Baby can't talk, but he can poop like a beast. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I, I knew I was being bad. I knew it. But uh, that. But people live like that all the time, Jen, especially in geek households. And then it made me mad because I'm like, well, you weren't even changing the diaper. So what would you suggest to somebody listening to this show that doesn't have the greatest relationship? Quit worrying about that. Okay. That's, um, that's, we're in a basement and there are pipes and I water gotcha. comes down them. It was just confusing me. Um. It's very hard because I, I guess it's just hang in there and do the right thing and try not try to think of their side of it. Try to think of, you know, that, that they are coming home and they're chilling. And um, it's it's hard, though, because, I mean, geeks are probably I shouldn't say they're the worst, but they are. They are really bad about just sitting in front of the computer as soon as mm-hmm. they get home. And it's very frustrating. Well, what, what, we're, what we do, though, is even in a situation where we can't have chill time. We will stay up all night mm-hmm. till three or four in the morning and then sleep and then get late for work or not have any energy. And then when we get home, we're just miserable or angry and all that yeah. stuff. I, so if you're in a situation where you're in a bad relationship, here's the here's the thing. You cannot control anybody but you. Yeah. You cannot change the other person at all. Definitely. You not. can provide an atmosphere that instigates change. And so my thing is treat the other person. If you're the woman uh, trying to treat the geek right, you know, or, or you're the nerd trying to treat the, the geek right, you know, whatever your configuration is, if you're the male or the female, if you work and you're a female and he stays home, whatever the thing is, uh, treat that person how you want them to be. Yeah. Not how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody, I don't care how you're wired can rise to, um, you know, cause even you, Jen, if, if people start thought you were horrible and you achieved and achieved and achieved and they still thought you were horrible, eventually you're going to get a really defeatist attitude oh, and yeah. you'll be like, why should I try? Yeah. If or there was you... no prize at the end of the rainbow. No. Yeah. I totally agree. And I'm going to be honest when you treat people like that, it's secretly called unconditional love. Um, but it's more than that, but people tend to abuse it when they first get it mm-hmm. and you got to be patient. Because yeah. love is is patient and kind, and uh, it 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 keeps no record of wrongs. Man, sounds like a sermon now, but but seriously, <laughs> this stuff works. Yeah, it's just hard hard to implement. I mean, Jen and I have been married for how long? Eleven years, twelve years, yeah, going on twelve, going on twelve, and it hasn't always been perfect, but it's pretty dang close now. It's going really good. I think so. I think we're going to stick around. Well, I think I'm planning we have to. to. <laughs> we're we're legally obligated to this home for at least five years. I think more like 30, but (laughs) (laughs) well, I mean, before we sell it or something. Yeah. Uh, But the other thing I guess I'd say is um, just start doing your best. Mm -hmm. You know, I I remember in in college, everybody would talk about relationships. I I went to college late and all these college high school graduates are coming into college talking about relationships and they'd always talk about the other person. I'm waiting for someone who's this and I'm waiting for someone like that. And I'm thinking, dude, if you could see yourself. You're not the kind of person that's going to attract that person. 
Yeah, that is very true. You know, I just believe the Lord's going to send me somebody when they're ready. Well, what about you? Mm-hmm. What about you? If you met that person, they would not be attracted to you. Apply that to a marriage relationship. Are you the kind of person that is acting in a way that deserves the kind of behave, deserves the kind of treatment that you want from that other spouse? Right. And I, I think you find too if you're if you start doing your stuff better, you feel better about yourself anyway. Yep. It's like well, I always it, feel happier if I'm keeping the house clean. My thing is, if they believe something about you, prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. Prove them wrong. Yeah. If if you stay, if you honestly play World of Warcraft too much, and you know you do, you can't not play World of Warcraft too much. It's impossible. What do you mean you can't not? It is impossible to play that game a reasonable amount of time. Oh yeah, if if your husband is in World of Warcraft, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's an evil game. It's That's, not evil in no. itself. It's just it's a time. Consumer. It is. I played it for almost a year solid, and I had oh, I had mo- I had m- three months played. You know, in it, it's insane. It's insane, Jen. And I I finally lost interest. I got burned so out fun. on it, and and stopped. And um, you know, got better hobbies now. Podcasting seems to be pretty good. Well, yeah, it doesn't take up near the amount no. of time. Uh so, you know, evaluate yourself. What do we say? Uh, treat the other person how, you know, you want to be treated. The golden mm-hmm. rule. Um, become the person that deserves the spouse that you want. And uh, evaluate yourself. And Prove re- them wrong. And remember that their life is not as easy as it might look. That That's it's true. Just everybody's, everybody's dealing with stuff. Mm-hmm. You can never just sit back because all you're thinking is, well, if... if uh, you know, if I was so and so, I wouldn't have to deal with this. But you're not. You're not thinking right. of the whole package. Well, and that attitude is the is the core of the problem too, because you're saying that if this person did this or if they had to deal with what I'm dealing with, I'd be happy. And is that the solution to the problem? Right. Both of you at home dealing with a screaming child, you'd both be miserable. Yeah. So is that and the, the child solution? Would still be screaming. Yeah. So no, yeah. look to things that would be the solution, mm-hmm. you know, give, uh, Jen- here's what Jennifer does for me. When I come home, I get chill time. It's an undetermined amount of time that I just get to chill. I get a drink, uh, a soda. Uh, I, I check my email and I don't take advantage. It's at the most a half hour at the least five, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, well, first I go around and say hi to everybody, give everybody all the kids and wives, all my plentiful <laughs> wives, kisses and stuff. And uh, then I get to chill for 10 minutes. And then, you know, I come and visit mm-hmm. and and we hang out and we have dinner and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, is there anything that needs to be done? And uh, and then we, you've heard on previous episodes on the weekends, we have a family day and then we have a, a, a locked up in the house day. That's the mm-hmm. compromise we came up with. And it's working out great. Yeah. And the other thing, too, just uh, advice for women is to ask for help. Yes. Don't just be mad. Do not assume that your husband knows what you need Well, because I'm, we don't. And and sometimes they j- just don't get involved because they're like, there's just too much. I, I don't even know what there. to do. Yeah. There's stress up I'm there. I'm not getting involved. I'm not going to walk up there. I'll get yelled at. Yeah. But yeah. She's mad at that baby. I'm not getting in on that because we know you ladies, if you're mad at one thing, you're mad at us. Period. Yeah. We are to blame. I try not to do that because I try to remember that you're the only person really who can help me because well, the kids aren't going to help I've me. I've told you that. I am. I can either be your enemy if you decide or I can be your savior and your friend. Mm. And uh, you get to decide which one. And she, you, you've been doing great. And uh, so I try. I, on my part, I've been trying to 
think ahead and think of what you need and all this kind of stuff. If I hear two kids scream at the same time, I come running. Um, <laughs> and get one of them. But too. seriously, your husband, you know, for all of his faults and all the cool stuff he does or whatever, he is an idiot at the end of the day. So treat him like one only in that aspect that you need to communicate and over communicate. How many times have you mentioned things to me? And I'm like, you didn't talk to me about that. Yes, I did. I said it. And I'm like, well, I didn't hear you. So you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many times. And so, yeah. Oh, and one other thing, the toilet seat, you know, leave it up for me and I won't pee on it. <laughs> <laughs> Except that's a really horrible thing when you have a kid who's learning how to potty train. I know. I've been keeping it down. <laughs> oh, good. I've been keeping it down. <laughs> All right. just me. <laughs> We've got some uh, questions for the Ask Jen segment. Do you want those? Uh-huh. Okay. First one is actually an audio one. So let's listen to that right now. Hey guys, it's Rachel, your uh, new stalker <laughs> from the Sims 2 Challenges podcast and Girls Night In podcast. And uh, I have another question for the Ask Jen segment. I know how much you guys like getting those questions. And it is, what is your favorite gadget? Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be tech gadget per se, but it can be. Um, we actually answered this question on the Girls Night In. And uh, like Jamie said her food processor. So that's an example of a non-particularly techie <laughs> gadget. So uh, I'll be interested to hear what you say. And James, I do like you. Seriously. Huh. I do. What does All that right, mean? bye. Uh, you know, that's the problem with waiting a month between podcasts is we don't know um, what they're referencing. You must have said I must so. have said something. Anyway, so what's your favorite gadget? I would have to say my iPod. Yeah. Especially for working out. Who bought you your second iPod? Um, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> oh, I think it's that guy that lives in the South. Oh, yeah, maybe you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe me. So, yeah, they uh, they know about that. Okay, um, here's another question. We do have a couple more. Uh, hey, James and Jen. Uh, no, sorry, wrong one. If you were a World of Warcraft character, what would you be? What race, class, male or female, please? For example, a female night elf priest or maybe an male undead rogue so what character first of all I let's actually, break it down like this would you be i was a world of warcraft right, character but would you if you were just to crack it open no influence from me whatsoever alliance or horde oh, i would be the good guys the alliance okay alliance uh would you be a human would you be a night elf those are the blue guys um would you be goodness a Drain eye, a dwarf, or uh, a <laughs> I have to revise. Okay, I would be horde because I like the hunt the hunters. You can be hunters on either side. Oh, and because they had pets. Yeah, that's really the only reason I liked them. Yeah, so, so I would be a hunter. What? Okay, so that was your class, but what race would you be? Um, what's the choices? Human, dwarf, uh, gnome. What's the big ones? Like the cows. Those are uh, taurins and they're horde. Oh, but they're cool looking. Yeah. I would be a tauren then. Okay, so you'd play for the horde. I, I guess I'd have to because if I'm just going by character. Would you be a female tauren or a male tauren? A male tauren because the females look kind of weird. <laughs> they do. They're the ugliest things you ever saw. Well, yeah, you just don't want to make a beast of female. It looked like a beast. Like All right, folks. So there you go. A a a, a tauren fe- a male uh, hunter. And I I did play World of Warcraft one time. 
and I you did were, like one task, and it, <laughs> she just, took tusks from uh, huh. from the. It was uh, really hard for me too. If I remember, <laughs> she played a female orc character, and uh, yeah, took the tusks from the from the uh, hogs or whatever, and uh, took her forever. And I don't even think she finished it. No, I didn't. I just, uh, I'm glad you didn't get into it because you'd have been more addicted than me. Uh, I know Jenna must watch her share of toddler shows such as Higglytown Heroes or Miss Spider's Sunny Patch Kids. I don't know mm. about that one. Here's a certain – is there a certain show that you enjoy watching with her? Um, K- Caleb sent that in. I like uh, Little Einstein, so I think that's a good show. But do you watch that show with her? I've watched parts of it. If I have to sit and watch yeah, a kid's Caleb's show. Caleb's only 14. He doesn't understand that TV is, is a way to pacify your children <laughs> yeah, so you're you not can do stuff. Do, you might as well be doing a craft with them or something if you're going to sit with them. Yeah, and who does that? <laughs> exactly. Speaking of which, um, my I did have a weekly update. I, I the People will like this, I think. Um, the art class. Yeah, Jenna and I were going to be doing an art class uh, here in our at a community center, and we go to do it, and they cl- they canceled it because Jenna was the only one signed up. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't even call us and tell us. Well, she was really sad, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. It's like, why do we need an official class to do this? I call her up and I say, put her on the phone, and Jenna, it's like your class got canceled, and she's like, yeah, and I says. Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to Walmart and I'm going to get some art stuff and we're going to go and we're going to have our own class. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's what I did. I went and got like two months worth of stuff and uh, came to the house and we went to Panera. And uh, for two weeks on a Monday night, every so far, uh, we've been doing art crafts. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing. Me and my daughter out there. And, you know, the place is, is totally a, a chick hangout place. And all these people are just oohing and on over this father and, and uh, daughter <laughs> doing, art. doing art, man. And all the workers are starting to get to know us and all that kind of stuff. It's cool. They gave her a cookie last time. Mm-hmm. And she ate that cookie. She didn't forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we made a princess uh, scrapbook. And then we made a uh, a visor with her name on it mm-hmm. and uh, stuff that. Like she wears, that. even so. after her hair is fixed. <laughs> You should be walking around with it. So there you go. Uh, Hey, last time you talked about what podcasts you listen to. Um, Somebody asked that question last time. You don't remember that, but they asked what what kind of podcast you listen to, and you said you don't really listen to any. Uh, Some suggestions came in. Here was one. Um, Business Week cover stories Mm -hmm. is what it was called. Um, The Classic Tales Podcast. He says, I know you like to read, but this is for when you can't. And then Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. I've heard about that show. It's about huh. history, but he does it really cool. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, here we go. Hi, uh, Jen. This is Norm writing from Quebec City. I've enjoyed listening to your shows uh, or stories of your second baby because we recently found out my wife is expecting a second. So my question is this. Was your pregnancy, your second pregnancy, much different than your first one? Was there anything unexpected or surprising? I'm sure my wife will enjoy listening to your response. Thank Norm. Thanks, Norm. Um, it was definitely a lot different. It was unfortunately a lot more miserable. But uh, you were you were, <laughs> it was, you were pitiful. It was awful. The baby was just really. It was really uncomfortable. My first pregnancy was pretty easy. I think I was sick in the beginning, but not too bad. With him. 
I was really sick, and mm. then I was just really big, and yeah, I didn't gain any. I didn't gain any more weight than I did with the first one. But I yes, was. Yes, you did. I did not. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, I don't love you anymore. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot harder. It was, but on the on the um, plus side of it, uh, Jenna was a really difficult baby. Yeah, and he's been a lot easier. So the pregnancy was harder. Baby's easier. I think I'd take the easier baby out of the two. I don't know. I don't know. It was bad. You had a lot of uh, acid reflux for this mm-hmm. second one, and Jenna, I you did. just kind of floated around, and and like your belly was all perfectly round, and, and it was much higher, and it was elevated. And, yeah, yeah, it was like defying gravity. This one looked like I a did. giant beer gut. Was, <laughs> you were hitting it, it with your knees when you walked. It was just dangling down. <laughs> it wasn't like cute a bag at all. of BBs. It was terrible. <laughs> Thanks, James. <laughs> Glad you were there to. Uh, keep me going so if you have any questions for Jen for next time maybe next month um, send them to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com with the subject ask Jen we do have a few other E and V mails um, let's play those voicemails first how about that just just one from Kimball hey James and Jen this is Kimball from Mesa Arizona I'm a huge fan of your nobody's listening and I heard the promo for this geek love nerd so I thought I'd try this one out and it's great so, of course, it would be. James, you're hilarious. Uh, and I uh, discovered, uh, I just listened to the original one, the Easter episode, and discovered that you guys like uh, Lost in Office, which is fantastic because that's my two favorite shows. So, it sounds like you're getting a little frustrated with them, but uh, just hang in there. They're, they're the best. So, I uh, love that. And I thought I'd recommend to you, since you guys are into podcasting, a couple of uh, podcasts on those shows that you may or may not have heard of. Uh, for The Office, I like to listen to the That's What She Said podcast. Does a great recap with um, a lot of uh, clips from the show, and then for the office, these are pretty popular. So you may have heard, heard of these. That would be the, the Jay and Jack uh, Lost podcast. That's a great one with a father son team out of North Carolina, and then the uh, GSPN uh, po- Lost podcast with uh, Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft. They're a lot like you guys, so you guys would probably really like that one. They're a Christian couple, and uh, they have a really nice banter. So, Christian? And then James, uh, Jen asked, or answered the question about what podcast she listens to. A lot of be interested to know what you listen to. I'm always uh, up for listening to checking out new podcasts. So, anyway, love you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. We love you too, Kimball. Thanks. Christian Kimble. banter. Nothing better. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thunder. Jen, you need to really burp off the mic. That, <laughs> that was, was not me. <laughs> that was the Mifflin right there. Actually, he's being a dunder right now, but that's okay. Hey, uh, James and Jen, after listening to the Nerd Test episode, I'm having a serious revelation. I've always considered myself a geek. I was a B or C student who played video games and watched sci-fi and even dabbled in D&D. However, while you were giving Jen the nerd test, I found myself saying yes to over 80% of the questions. I even corrected your pronouncement of Schrodinger. I don't know how I pronounced it. Schrodinger or something. My question is this. What does that make me? I was thinking a a nerd would spell with a G. G G-E-R-D. Gerd. Gerd. Nerd. I guess that would be a nerk. Or a neek. Um, Keep up the great work, Brian. P.S. I'm uncertain about quantum mechanics as well. Mm. So A lot of people are uncertain about quantum mechanics. Except for quantum meticians. It's a name I made up. Okay. Hi, Geek Loves Nerd. James, are you still playing WoW? No, I'm not. Don't you listen to this episode? What's your? What was your main character? It, his His name was weird because when I first signed up, my first character, I didn't know. They have you pick an account name. Wasn't it like Pussyfoot or something? <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> it was Prissy Foot, and that was David's character. Can you delete that? No, it wasn't a bad word in context. <laughs> I was remembering it wrong. And it was David's. It was David. My character, let me explain. When you log on, they have you pick an account name, and then you create your first character. Well, I did it wrong. I didn't know. I was like, why am I picking two names? And I I put in uh, B-Z-L-T-Y-R-F-N because I thought I was picking another account name. And so it that's that's a way to spell Buzz Lightyear fan, like if you were putting it on a on a license plate. Mm-hmm. B Z L T Y R F N. And I played all the way to level sixty four with this guy, and people constantly hit me with, "You're a Chinese gold farmer!" Rah, 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 rah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. "No, I'm not. I'm not a friend. I'm not Chinese at all." <laughs> so. Uh, Let's see. What was your main wire? I've played for more than a year. I listened to Scott Johnson's podcast, The Instance, and Extra Life. I uh, love the show, guys. I've listened to all episodes of Geek Loves Nerd, and also nobody's listening. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Mark. Hi, James and Jen. I just want to let you know I love you guys. Congratulations on your new little one. My husband is an IT consultant and PC gamer, and I'm I myself a self-proclaimed knitting geek. There's actually an online knitting crochet community called Ravelry.com. See, we, we talked about knitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so crazy by the way um i attached a picture of a geeky project i crocheted for my husband for christmas at his request it's bender from futurama thought you'd thought it was funny keep up the podcast kathy and kathy i posted your uh i posted that on my on the geek loves nerd blog uh your bender crochet is featured there so thanks for sending that in it's really cute it's very awesome so uh, I guess that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add before we get out of here? No. Nope. This has been episode 12. You can check out our website at geeklovesnerd.com. Um, you can go to our forums um, through there, and they're part of the Nobody's Listening podcast forums. Speaking of which, you ought to join the forums over there. If you're a Geek Loves Nerd podcast listener or uh, Nobody's Listening, you will enjoy our very family-friendly, clean atmosphere. Uh, the forums are amazing. There's over 150 people over there constantly all the time answering questions, playing games. Uh, get on the forums and say hello. You'll find a lot of people that listen to both shows or one or the other, and you'll fit right in. Um, also, send us an email today at geeklovesnerd at gmail.com or call us at 206 657 Zero four. Till next time, this is James the Geek. And this is Jen the Nerd. And uh, love you. <laughs> <laughs>